Ladies and gentlemen, the show will start in five, four, three, two, one. I see you patiently waiting on something you won't forget. Zen Cabinet, where we get experimental about exploring your potential. In this podcast, we help you redefine your self-image, express your values through your actions, and tap into the freedom of doing what works for you and you alone. So if that's your jam, cop a squat, grab a snack, and rest your back, because we needs to talk, Jack. <laughs> Enjoy the show. Let's go. Episode 104. You're your first priority. What's up, Moonbeams? Happy Wednesday, and welcome to episode 104. You are your first priority. In this episode, like any other, we talk about making you a priority. So many of us, we get so distracted in our own lives because we want to prioritize everyone else's happiness, what everyone else needs, just so we can be distracted from what we want, what we really need. And this message, I hope, my intention for this message is to help pull you out of that, even if it's just a little bit. Come out of that and realize you are worth so much more, and you are definitely deserving of so much more. But you can't experience that if you don't let the fresh air in. Anyway, <laughs> y'all know how I get. If this is your first time uh, listening to the podcast, what's up? Salutations and thank you kindly for being here. I really do hope you enjoy the show. If you're coming back for another episode, what's up? Cuz I'm so glad that you're here. I appreciate your continued attendance and support. And I hope that this show doesn't disappoint. I hope that you are doing well, and I hope you are making money in your sleep and healing all the time. Anyway, (laughs) in the first segment of this episode, we will be talking about leading by example. In the second segment, we will talk about sticking to your values. In the third segment, we're going to talk about feed what elevates you and starve the rest. Again, my intention for this episode is to hopefully inspire you or motivate you or just at least make you think, challenge you to think, challenge you to see something differently, to, you know, encourage you to walk away with a nugget of something that just makes you examine your self-worth even more, something that just takes you, makes you take your happiness even more seriously, something that really allows you to put your happiness in your hands because it's really yours. Let's jump in. Joseph Campbell said, your life is the fruit of your own doing. You have no one to blame but yourself. So many of us just have no clue how easier life will get when we're able to walk through the trenches, when we're able to walk through the landmines of learning how to take responsibility for our life, 
learning how to take responsibility for what we do, what we've done, what we contribute, and also learning how to take responsibility for what happens to us. In the same way we need to practice taking accountability for our own lives, we have to also practice recognizing, acknowledging when things no longer work, when the way we do something, the way we implement something, the way we approach something, the perspective that we have, it's outdated, it no longer serves us anymore. We have to get better at being able to stop in our tracks and say, this no longer serves me. It served me for a while as a kid, as a teenager in my early adulthood, whatever, when I went through my divorce, when my kids were growing up, when I was in school for to get to get my degree, or when I was putting myself to law school or whatever it was, it served me during that time, but I'm noticing now. Now, this thing no longer works for me. Now I have to do something else. Sometimes you just have to stop what you're doing, even if you're not able to replace it with nothing else. Stop what you're doing. And when you stop what you're doing, you will give yourself time to think about what the next best step is. Sometimes you have to ask yourself that, you know what I'm saying? Ask yourself that repeatedly. What should I do? What, what is the next best step? What is the next best move? And repeat that to yourself constantly. And you will hear it one day. You'll hear it in your ear. You may see it show up in life one way or another. And, you know, I heard this from Oprah. Constantly ask yourself, what is the next best move? What's the next best step? And continue to do that. And you will find yourself guiding yourself where you need to go. When it comes to living the life where you're living a life of your dreams when it comes to living a life where you're honoring yourself and you're feeling respected and loved by yourself. You have to lead by example. So many of us still don't understand. We have to train people and teach people how to treat us. And when I tell you this, understand it. Most people won't like it. Most people will want to do what they want to do. Most people will want you to trust them to treat you how they want to treat you. And you know what? You've done a lot of that. And I think if you're honest, you know it doesn't work. It doesn't always work. These days you're getting older and you have to ensure you are treated well. You have to ensure they get it right. It's okay for them to make mistakes or for them to get it wrong. You know, if their heart is good and their intentions are pure, you know, you can work with anything and it will be okay. But you have to take the initiative and teach them how to treat you. You have to be the one that lets them know that it's no when it's no. Don't say yes when it's no. Don't say I'll think about it or I'll let you know when it's no. These days I've become so clear, you know, when it comes to speaking with people, I like clear answers. I can't stand people that hide behind critical thinking essay answers every time you ask them a yes or no question. I asked you a yes or no question and you can't answer with yes or no. You got something to hide or something impure in your spirit that I just can't reckon with, that I can't just lay hands on, that I can't quite define. But when it comes to leading by example, know that people will take their cue by what you do. People will take their cue by how you act, by how you talk, by how you treat yourself. If you're the kind of person that sits around everybody and calls yourself fat and ugly all the time, you will not only make other people uncomfortable for you, but depending on who you're around, you'll make you're opening yourself up for that kind of treatment from other people. And then when they do it, you won't like it, but you taught them how to do it. And we turn around and tell people, you don't have to do what I do. You don't do what I do. This is me and all that. And that is craziness, or how Yama says, crazy meant. 
Leading by example means treating yourself the way you want to be treated and it being and it permeating your being in such a way other people can sense that, other people can see that, other people can feel that, you know? I've come into a period in my life where I've come into this solitude where I've, I have so much time to hear my thoughts, to be with myself, to not be influenced by anyone, to not be contaminated by anyone. I rarely go out, and when I do go out, it's because I actually want to. You know, even my partner sometimes just feels like I say no too much and I've become too overly introverted. And the thing is, I've been too extroverted. I've been too available. I've said yes too much. I've been out there too much. And now things need to be different. And so do you. Tommy Lasorda said, the difference between the impossible and the possible lies in a man's determination. I was watching a video on YouTube the other day and I was listening to Lauren Hill speak. She was about 25, this was years ago. And she was just, I guess it was just some event she was speaking, I heard you to look it up. Um, she was just really talking about how the difference between us as people is not our gifts, how much money we have, who we know, or anything like that. The difference between us as people is what we acknowledge. You know, she said some other things, but what stuck to me is the difference between us is what we acknowledge. And to me, what I hear her say is what we allow to be true for ourselves. You know, what we acknowledge, what we acknowledge with meaning, what we give meaning to. The difference between us as people is what we give meaning to. You know, a lot of people, you can have friends where you can be making a million dollars and they can be amazed or whatever. And like, how you do that? And the thing is, they don't really want to know how you actually made that a million dollars. They want to know, how the hell do you show up and be someone that can channel that kind of possibility? How do you radiate that kind of energy? How do you give yourself permission to play full out? How do you give yourself permission to move and be that big? How do you let your cup overflow like that? That is what they're asking. That's what I've learned in listening to people. You know, most days people have so much pride and people won't put themselves out there to ask you anything that they really want to know or ask what they want to learn. But the thing is, you have to be different. These days, I'm willing to be a beginner. I'm willing to look stupid and all types of things to know what I need to know. Because I realized, and Lauren Hill said this too, that I don't know anything. I don't know anything. And I think it's been that very belief in my spirit that makes me so curious is the fact that the more I feel like I know something, life comes along and crushes what I think I know or the ideas I think I have, and I have to start over from scratch. And it makes me a more intense, tenacious student, and I love that. It also makes me a more driven truth seeker. When it comes to putting yourself first, you have to figure out what your values are. Once you figure out what your values are, you have to learn how to express those in your actions. You know, piggybacking off the last uh, segment, you know, you have to lead by example. And you lead by example by figuring out what your uh, values are. And once you figure out what your values are, express those in your actions. Learn how to clarify those to yourself every day. You know, and as you clarify those to yourself every day, you open yourself up, you give yourself permission to fly. You give yourself permission to be. You give yourself permission to breathe. 
you know, with a lot of research and self, you know, uh, shadow work and all types of stuff, I figured out that I have a bunch of values, but my key values are freedom, authenticity, excellence, and mutability, in addition to kindness and passion. You know, we live in a place nowadays where it's so hard to be kind and just compassionate because everybody just got it in to be shady, to throw shade. And when you want to just be kind and soft and loving, it's just so out of touch. We're so out of touch with being loving and showing love, giving compliments, giving compliments just because. You have to figure out what your values are. You know, I figured out for myself uh, that a lot of my values came from a lot of what I lacked as a child. It may be different for you, but I know as a child, I felt very emotionally suppressed and oppressed and felt like I couldn't be myself. Felt like I had to be what everybody wanted me to be and I had to stay in that one mode, I had to stay that person. And because of that, you know, as an adult, I crave things like freedom and mutability just changing all the time. I crave authenticity. I have to be myself. But nowadays, I also crave setting boundaries. It's important to set boundaries. When something doesn't work for you, set a boundary. People will try to guilt you and shame you for being sensitive. Let them do that. Every day, you know what I'm saying, people feel like you have to be this kind of person that can withstand all types of, of abuse and dysfunction to be labeled strong. And I thought that for a long time because I was raised by people that thought that too. And baby, I'm gonna tell you this, I ain't got it in me to be playing that game, okay? I want to live to be very old. My granddaddy lived to be 103 and I got next. And you ain't gonna get there letting folks just treat you and do you any kind of way. You have to honor you. It took me a long time to understand that if you don't preserve yourself, if you don't put it into your tank, if you don't fill up your cup, you're really not gonna have shit to give nobody else. You won't have nothing. You won't have it to give to your kids, to your partner, to your husband, to your wife, to your job, to nobody. You have to figure out what your values are. Figure out what your boundaries are and treat yourself better. Rick Riordan said, if my life is going to mean anything, I have to live it myself. I love this quote, child. It kind of makes me a little emotional because it can be hurtful to live a life where you just feel like people are in your life and people will take from you. People can be in your life, sit up and take from you. People can sit up and lie to you. People can be fond of your unhappiness. People can be fond of you not being unable to express yourself. People can be happy when you're unhappy. People can be happy and get energy from seeing you not do well, seeing you not feel well, seeing you not get to where you want to go. But I've learned that when it comes to putting yourself first, making yourself the key priority, you have to feed what elevates you. You have to feed what gives you life and you have to starve all the rest. What feeds you? What takes you to the next level? What gives you purpose? What fills you up? What makes you surge with electricity? You know, these days, like this podcast has given me so 
much electricity. And it's because it's something I've done pretty much every day since the beginning of September of last year. I've realized, and I didn't even know it, that this podcast was a platform for me to practice and develop my presence, to become present with myself. And then as a result, become present with you guys, but to practice my presence, you know, to under to practice sharing and telling my story without trying to protect myself. You know, these days I just find it so saddening that so many of us have so much to share. So many of us are willing to die. We're going to die with all the trauma and all the bad things that happen to us because we'd rather die than the people to think we were weak or the people to think we were handled or mishandled in such a brutal or violent way or hurtful way. And like that means something to me. And because of that, that's the reason I'm, I'm, I, I lay it all out there. Some people feel like I'm too vulnerable. I don't know if there's such a thing I'll say. I like vulnerability feels synonymous with courageous, with courage to me. And it's because these experiences happen to me and they define my story, but they don't define me. You know, I get to choose how I share those. I get to color those into my coloring book. How I see, I get to type those in the way I see fit. You know, you have to focus on what elevates you. If you are around people that don't elevate you, you they are killing you. They are draining you of your life force. There are friends in your life that are hoping you stay content working at Wendy's or Dunkin' Donuts, you know, for another 10 years just so they can feel good about what they're doing. You know, there are friends that hope you stay with that terrible man or that terrible woman because as long as you're miserable, you're not going to be operating at full speed. You're not going to be putting yourself first. You're going to just be staying stuck, living in the past, wounded, hurt, broken, dysfunctional, and not giving yourself the best shot that you can. And with you not giving your life the best shot, it gives them permission to be mediocre. It gives them permission to slum. It gives them permission to lack and play small. And that shit doesn't work. One of the hardest lessons I've had to learn is that when you start growing up, when you start upgrading, when you start taking steps towards your peace, steps towards your development, steps toward your power and your healing, all the different things, you end up leaving most of these motherfuckers behind anyway. Excuse my French, but I'm not sorry. You end up leaving them behind. It breaks my heart to think about just all the people, you know what I'm saying, that I've shared my life with and just the fact that somewhere deep inside I know they're okay with being the same way for the rest of their life. You're okay with staying broken. You're okay with staying broke. You're okay with staying hurt. You're okay with not taking responsibility for your life. You're okay with living in that neighborhood. You're okay with being with that abusive man, that abusive woman. You're okay with the being the lowest common denominator and hurting other people. You're okay with whatever you just okay and you you know you settling you okay with settling why settle i can't look at people like yana van zandt oprah winfrey morgan freeman alicia keys beyonce you know whoever barack obama my angelo the list goes on and not be inspired not be inspired by what's possible you have to think about what's possible who gives you purpose to live who's doing what you want to do Find a way to elevate that. 
Make more room for your creativity. Start painting again. Start taking dance classes. Start working out again. Start taking piano classes. Whatever. But elevate what makes you live and starve what's killing you. What's up, Moonbeams? Welcome to the air segment of this episode. And here in this segment, you know what we do. In this segment, we want you to become students as well as masters of your own life, of your own experience. We challenge you to take hold of your perspective. We want you to stop blaming everybody and take responsibility for your life. We want you to understand that your life is a combination. It's an accumulation of all the decisions you've ever made all the decisions you've ever called into play. That is your life right there. When you think about where you are in your life right now, it's because of all the decisions you've made to be where you are right now. So if you don't like it, then you have to look at your decisions. You have to grow as a decision maker. So hopefully this segment can help you with that, even if just a little bit, just 1%. Let's jump in. The first letter is E, embrace. Embrace that you have to lead by example. Understand that people aren't going to treat you the way you want to be treated unless you show them, unless you show them how you treat yourself, unless you show them how you value yourself, unless you learn how to say no, unless you show them how to respect your time, unless you show them how to respect your body, unless you show them how to respect your voice, your perspective, your opinion. People will not respect you or take you seriously until you lead by example. You have to be the change you want to see. Also be aware of the intention that you have with the life that you're living, because a lot of us are having experiences and we don't realize we have this intention in our heart. And we're attracting the very things that we don't want because we have the wrong intentions. The next letters are recognize. Recognize that you have to get to the bottom of what your values are. You know, whatever your values are, whatever it is that you can't live without in this life, whatever means the world to you, you have to get to the bottom of what that is. I find with myself, A lot of the things I found myself missing or longing for in my childhood, for me personally, that's where a lot of my values come from. As a kid, I felt very imprisoned. I felt very suppressed, very oppressed. And because of that, in my adulthood, I craved freedom so intensely. I craved authenticity so intensely. I crave mutability, just being able to change and be something different every day, all the time, so intensely because people expect me to be one way and people expect me to be always be that way so they wouldn't have to continue getting to know me or paying attention to my changes and my growth or whatever. You know, the different dynamics and the different transitions we take as people. Over the course of your life, you probably become about 240,000 different people, if not more, hopefully. You know, but those are my values. What are yours? You know, really take the time to think about what your values are. Once you find out what your values are, then you can work on expressing those in your actions. You can take that with you in your day-to-day life. You can learn how to clarify those to yourself 
on a day-to-day basis, whether it's in your journal, whether it's in affirmations. You know, I heard about something called self-affirmation theory that we're going to talk about in future episodes, but you have to express your values and you have to set bigger and better boundaries as you continue to grow and go forth. You have to honor yourself. The last letter is A, accept. Accept that people will come into your life and use you. People will come into your life and lie. People will come into your life and steal. And it's because it's a lot of what they're used to. It's a lot of what they've been taught. You know, it's a lot of how they feed and honor themselves. And you will be hurt and disappointed in the, in the backlash of it all. You have to respect that it happens. It's important to not let yourself sour in attitude and sour in spirit when it happens. It's okay to be disappointed. It's okay to be hurt and those kind of different things. But nowadays, people are so anti-people. I hate people. I just can't stand people. I hate people. Don't let yourself go down that route. As much as, you, as, as, much as I have been through with people, with family, you know, with some of everybody, I can't let that like drain my light and drain my vibe with what I have for people. I know it's something major and bright and brilliant that I have to give. But on top of that, I just also feel so connected to people. So despite how much they've dishonored me, hurt me, hated me and all the other stuff, I know we have something we share together. Remind yourself of that. Also pay attention to the things that steal from you, that steal your joy, that dim your light the things that keep you pressed, the things that keep you complaining. Those are signs and frustrations. Those are signs that they have to go. Those are things that are keeping you from taking the next step, from getting to the next level. Honor you. So there you have it. Embrace, recognize, and accept. In the next episode, we're going to talk about breaking those shackles. You don't want to miss it. If you haven't had a chance, head, head over to Apple uh, Podcasts, excuse me, Apple Podcasts, and leave a comment and a rating and let us know how these episodes are going for you. And lastly, thank you for supporting the Medicine Cabinet where we get experimental about exploring your potential. You are strong. You are enough. You are wise and you are tough. Take it easy. Take care of yourself. Honor yourself. Make more room for joy in your life. Make more room for smiles in your life. Make more room for gratitude in your life. Make more room for love in your life. Make more room for forgiveness in your life. Make more room for fun and laughter in your life. Make more room for truth and honesty in your life. Make more room for authenticity and uniqueness in your life. Make more room for the things that matter to you. Make more room for creativity. Make more room. We're so used to doing so much with so little. We have to unlearn that. We have to make more room. And that's all I have to say. I hope you have a good day, a good morning, and a good night. Peace.